Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. I've just tapped record on GarageBand. So hopefully at the end of Garage, <laughs> the end of this recording, uh, I'll remember to press stop. Let me just get my This is all great, isn't it? <laughs> um, I think I just had a little bit of a pause there on the podcast because my fat fingers pushed the wrong button. But anyway, so I'm so excited to talk with you today because big shifts for me in my business and I wanted to share them with you. It's really, I'm still trying to come down from it because it all kind of happened yesterday. There's really big stuff. So I'll just go back to the beginning. Um, outside of the business for a while now, I've had all my stuff in storage because do you remember about three years ago now, I sold my home to come look after my mum. And so all my stuff from my home has been in storage. And so it's kind of been this monkey on my back. I've been thinking for a long time, oh, I really should get around to doing something about that. But it just felt really big and it just felt like bigger than Ben-Hur. And I just, oh, you know what I mean? Like I just wanted to um, put it off and delay it for as long as I possibly could. So it's just kind of been in the background. And then, I don't know, it was like, Earlier this week, I started sharing with a friend of mine, I'm just feeling a bit discombobulated. Like, I feel like my energy, I'm, I'm not in flow at the moment. It's not that I don't have the motivation to do things. I was motivated, but I wasn't in flow. And there's nothing worse than sitting in front of the computer trying to push, 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 right? So I recognized that. I didn't do it. I took myself off for a drive. And then anyway, I came back and I realized, okay, I'm just going to ask to be shown. So this is my thing lately, and I've shared this practice with you before as well. Um, I get my little journal. Well, I've got this here that I'm going to show you in a minute. But I get my little journal and I get my pen and I just say, show me what I need to know today. Show me what I need to do today. Show me my part in this. Show me my next right action. All those kinds of things. So that's what I was doing. I was journaling on those kinds of questions. And then what came through was you know allow yourself to be led and I was like okay lead me where and nothing was sort of really coming like I didn't have any inspiration I didn't have any ideas about what that could look like so I just thought do you know what I'm just going to go on with my day and I found myself in the mood to rearrange stuff so you can see this is the office the office has been totally rearranged. Um, last time when you saw me, I was sitting over where the couch is. Anyway, I've done this huge rearrange, took things out of my um, drawers, decluttered all of those, um, decluttered all the stuff on the bookshelf, decluttered the crystals, everything, right? And then it didn't stop there. Then I started moving into the kitchen and decluttering stuff from there as well. So 
Anywho, so that I think was the start of it. And I, I realized now that what was happening then was we were actually in the beginning stages of, well, the end stage of um, third quarter moon, which is about um, release. And we we're moving into um, the waning, the waning crescent phase, which is all about surrender. So it's giving up control. So I was decluttering all this sort of stuff. And then yesterday, um, I did the same thing. I sat down and I wanted to work. I did a little bit of work. I shared some stuff on my social, did that. Um, but then again, I was feeling motivated, but I didn't feel inspired. And I certainly wasn't in flow. So I asked myself, what do I need to be aware of today? Um, show me what my next step is. Show me the right aligned action. And, you know, and I allowed myself to be led. And so the morning was kind of like, you know, I did a little bit of work and then not much towards lunchtime. And then at lunchtime, I got this really strong pull to go to the storage facility, which was so weird because I haven't been there ever. Like literally when they packed up my house, because um, my house sold in 24 hours, it was all the COVID stuff and everybody, all the house prices went up and the houses were in demand. And yeah, I sold it within 24 hours of listing it, as you might remember. Uh, so then anyway, just weird that I wanted to go down there after all this time. But I thought, no, that's what I need to do. This is what I'm being shown. So I'm going to do it. So I didn't even know the address of this place where my storage was. I got in the car and I drove down there and I took some um, bags with me, some boxes with me. And my idea was that I was going to go there and I was just going to take some stuff out and maybe I was going to sell it on eBay or something like that, Facebook Marketplace, and just start to chip away at it over time. Anyway, I get down there and I said, hi, you know, you don't know me. I'm Brooklyn. I've come to get my storage stuff. And they were like, yeah, okay, well, you've got to ring ahead and, you know, you need to book a time two or three weeks in advance to be able to do that. And I was like, no, 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 I just want to check my stuff. And they're like, no, 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 you've got to book ahead. And I said, but why? And they said, because this is not a storage facility. This is a managed storage facility. And I was so confused I'm like what's that <laughs> and then they said come and have a look so I went out into the back and what they've got is this huge warehouse and in this warehouse they've got boxes that are the size of shipping containers small shipping containers um cubes made of wood and they've just got numbers stamped on them and all these cubes are stacked up like well you know a Rubik's cube how there's all the the cubes that was how it was in the warehouse. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I haven't checked it for three years. So Lord only knows when my cube is. And so then I sort of took that as a sign. And what happened was my higher self was just saying, do you know what? This is just a sign to rid yourself of it. So I said to the guy, do you know what? What's the easiest way for me to get rid of this? And he said, oh, well, we can just take it to the tip. And I said, okay, then let's do that. So Anyway, uh, I said, can we organize that now? I just, I'm happy to pay for it now. Let's just get it done. So it's off my, out of my energy, right? I just, I just needed it gone. And then he said, well, it's going to take two weeks. <laughs> You're going to have to email me. And I said, but I'm standing right here. And he goes, yeah, but we need it in writing. So I stood in front of him in the shop <laughs> and sent him an email <laughs> on my phone saying, please take my stuff to the tip. <laughs> and then he emailed me back while I'm in the shop to say, yes, we can do it on the 31st of July. So it was a really big thing, actually. Um, I went into the car. 
I called my mum to let her know. And that was really interesting because my mum had a very different response to me. Like my response was, oh, it's a it's a weight off my shoulders. My mother had a very, it was almost as if a trauma was happening. She was very upset, um, you know, didn't want that to happen. Didn't want my, all my contents from my home to go to the tip. It wants me to save everything. I was like, do you know what? It was a past life. We're here now. We're building a new life. This is what's important now. All, all that I've got here is important now. And do you know what? Honestly, after um, the travel that I've done, like living in Egypt, living in Dubai, um, working in Jordan, you know, all those sorts of things, or even walking the Camino, I've seen people struggle to have basic things and what I learned as a result of all those experiences was that I need less so I was actually happy to be rid of it anyway so it was huge and then um, I called my girlfriend because I wanted to tell her about it but she wasn't available and that was all fine and then I just thought okay I'm gonna go for a drive now because I suddenly had all this energy it's like when I take Gabe if you don't know Gabe he's my Maltese and I love this guy so much I'm just looking for a photo of course I don't have one um here's my dog he's a Maltese cross terrier and when he goes and gets a haircut when he comes back he just goes crazy he just starts running around everywhere I don't know if it happens to all dogs or if it's just him like if you've got a dog and he gets groomed and he gets his haircut does he go crazy oh okay this is this is Gabe having a rest <laughs> um I know you can't see that properly even I could see the glare on that Anyway, so I go for a drive because I'm just full of energy. And then while I'm driving, I've got no destination. I go and get myself some chicken nuggets because, hey, I'm celebrating a big weight being lifted off my shoulders. And then I start flicking through podcasts and I found a podcast about, you know, bookkeeping. And I thought, now this is really interesting because I don't know about you, but like who wants to listen to a podcast on bookkeeping? Not me. But anyway, I thought, no, okay, if this is what I'm being shown, I'm going to watch it and listen to it. So I'm driving along, I'm listening, and this lady, she's like telling us all this really helpful information. She's Australian as well, like me, and so it's relevant, which is great. Um, and I'm starting to feel inspired by her. And one of, so I listen to the next episode, and on the next episode, she says, uh, okay, one of the things that, you know, I really encourage you to do is to use this time being the first week or the second week of the financial year to review your systems, review your processes, you know, do a mini reflection and just see how things can be improved and how things can be streamlined. And one of the things that she said on there was, you know, have a look at your software because you might be surprised how much you spend on software in your business every year. And, you know, try and figure out, is there a piece of software that might be more expensive, but it's going to do all of the things that all these other individual pieces of software are doing. And if you can get that piece of software that will do all the things that all the others are doing you'll be able to save yourself a lot of time and a lot of money and and things like this even though it looks like an initial expense and she said um, you know your business doesn't have to look like all the other businesses which 
hello, we believe in, don't we? And she said, and you don't have to use the same systems that all the other businesses are using. Now, to me, this was really inspiring. So I turned off the podcast. I just wanted to ask myself those questions and sit with it. So I turned the car around and I started driving home because I got the idea to do a software audit. So Already I'm starting to think, well, I use Zoom, I use Microsoft, I've got, you know, the whole Microsoft suite, I've got Outlook that I pay for, there's Canva, you know, so I'm, I'm checking off this list in my head as I'm driving home. I get home and I write down a list of all my software. Well, all the software that I could think of, um, I'm sure there's going to be more, but I did that and I wrote down how much everything was costing me. And I was really surprised that it was um, about $1,000. So the ones that I wrote down that I was using was um, Acuity. So Acuity is a diary, calendar, you know, booking system. That was actually costing me $510.64 a year. And then I had the complete Microsoft Office suite. So that included um, all of the products like Word and Excel and PowerPoint and everything, which I never use any of those. I only use Word. Um, and it had the email attached to it. That was costing me about 389 Australian dollars a year for all of that. Then I had Zoom, um, which was costing me $209.90 a year. Then what else did I have? They were the ones that I could kind of think of. And then I started to ask myself, okay, then, well, what else, what is available that could do all of those things and be more affordable or even more expensive, but do all of those things? And then I started to ask myself, hey, could I really run a private practice without Microsoft stuff? And I know it sounds ridiculous because, of course, you can, but I'm, I'm like 48 years old and ever since I started work, it's always been Microsoft Word. Like I can remember Microsoft when it had the paperclip called Clippy <laughs> and it say, it looks like you're writing a letter. Would you like some help? It looks like you're writing a resume. Would you like some help? Do you remember the paperclip? Anywho, maybe it's just me that remembers the paperclip, <laughs> but that's how long it's been. So for me to sit there and think, hey, is it actually possible for me to do this? That was big. And then I thought, hey, if I ask other people, what are you using? And is it, you know, can you do it? They'd probably say, well, yeah, you, you use Google. And then I thought, okay. So I've avoided Google for the longest time. And then I thought, I'm just going to be open. I'm being shown. So I'm just going to allow myself to be led. So I checked out Google and I spent about, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes researching Google Workspace and which has replaced G Suite I now know and it gives me all the things that Microsoft was giving me and I was able to set up a business email and um, I was able to replace Zoom with it because it's got the meetings function it's got Google Meets and even on the level that had the um, encryption I was gonna say subscription that had the encryption that I needed um, the difference was I was saving myself $840.74 a year I know how's that it doesn't sound like much but it's gonna add up everything's a little drop in the bucket 
Plus, I think just the convenience of having everything in the one spot is just going to be like so it's just going to clear everything mentally for me as well because I'm not going to be switching into Zoom trying to find people links and stuff like that. So then I got really excited, signed up for um, Google set up a new Google business account. Um, oh, it was so nice. I was telling my friend Kim last night, like I got this brand new calendar and you can do your scheduling. So you've got a calendar in Google and then you've got a scheduling um, page. So that was really exciting, setting up my availability. And I set up my availability, so I'm just available on Wednesdays at 9 and 10. I mean, of course, I can be a little bit flexible if there's someone that really can't make a session with me at 9 or 10. But I want to be in charge of my time. This is how I energize myself. I need to call back my time. So now I've got this beautiful screen. It's just this lovely white page of a diary. And it's got two little bits of availability in it. And then um, Mondays, it's got my recurring meetings, my coaching calls for Private Practice 101, Digital Product Success Hub, the Diploma Counselors Society, Marketing with Soul and the Private Practice Inner Circle. So they all happen on Mondays and then on uh, one Tuesday a month, it's the um, leadership coaching calls that I run for um, the therapists and they're so much fun as well. But other than that, the diary is empty. And you know what? It just feels so good. But I was telling my friend last night, oh, the promise of a new diary. And it's got all this white space. And I just want to go in and fill it all up. And then I told myself, no, don't, don't, don't. Like you want your time back. So it was really nice just to be able to see this clean white space and be totally okay with it. And it was so, oh, it was just like exactly what I needed. And then what I did was I thought, well, I'm just going to go and cancel all my Outlook stuff. So anyway, turns out that my um, I had two Microsoft subscriptions. This is what I mean. Like if you don't know, you don't know, right? I should have known. I should have been on it. But I had um, purchased a um, Microsoft full suite through one email address and I was automatically getting rebuilt for that. And then when I set up my um, products through GoDaddy years ago, I'd also signed up to Microsoft there. So for years I've been paying for two <laughs> uh, full suite Microsoft subscriptions. So it was great to be able to cancel those. And I, I got rid of the email. So you know the email that I'd had the trauma around and all this long story, but anyway, um, I was able to delete that whole Outlook email. And do you know what? It took about two hours to do. There was a, a lot of steps and it was a lot of conversations with Microsoft support on how to do it. They don't want to let you go. Anyway, they're like, you know, oh, we'll just back it up to another Microsoft file. I'm like, and then you'll be able to open it in other Microsoft products. No, I don't want any Microsoft products. <laughs> I am done with Microsoft. I've moved. I just want my, so it was really hard to get um, instructions for how to um, export all of that, but I've done it. And you know what, after I did it, it was like so painful for those two hours dealing with tech support because you know what it can be like. But do you know what? I got off the phone and I was a happy woman. I was running around. I was like so excited. And like now I've just got everything in this one spot. So I've still written out things that I'm paying for in terms of my um, software. But the things that I'm paying for now that I can remember, and I'm sure there are going to be others, is I do pay for Flowdesk. 
Now, Flowdesk, I think, costs me about $15 a month, but I'm happy to pay for that because that's an all-in-one for my email marketing, and I can't do that through anything else. I couldn't do it through Microsoft stuff, and I can't do it through Google stuff. I need to have it for my business. $15, I'm happy with that. It's a cost of doing business, and to be honest with you, I use the checkout function a lot, and I also have really good email marketing through Flowdesk, and I easy make that $15 back, so it's not a problem. Then I've got Google Workspace now, which cost me $216 because I got a coupon as well. So if you wanted to sign up for that, I'm not an affiliate or anything, but um, what I did was it said apply coupon code when I was, and I was, uh, when I was signing up and I thought to myself, oh, you can get a coupon for this. So then I Googled coupon codes for Google Workspace and found a lot of them. They're either $10 off or 10%, but I took the 10% because that gave me a bigger discount. Um, so that took it from I think 240 to 216. So that was pretty good. Um, the other things that I do pay for are Zapier. So, and I need that because uh, I have to connect everything from Thrivecart, which is where all my funnels are and where I do all my sales and I house all my courses and my memberships and everything in there. Um, so I need Zapier. And then I don't pay for Stripe or PayPal unless a transaction happens, but I claim back both I claim back fees from both Stripe and PayPal anyway. So I'm not really fussed. I consider them to be free for me. Um, and then there's Etsy, but Etsy is really cheap. So I pay 20 cents to list a product per year. That's it. I mean, that's so cheap. And then the other thing I have is Linktree, but I'm not on a subscription. I, I use the free Linktree. So I think that's it. And then there's Canva, which I think I pay about $15 a month for Canva as well. So I've been able to simplify uh, my systems, which is really exciting. And I've been able to save myself some money. And I just feel so much more like the energy is coming back now i'm really excited to start all of this it feels, feels sorry i'm getting hiccups it feels like a clean slate it feels like a new beginning a new start and i'm so excited to go to work today i really am i'm so excited to go to work today there are other things i'm paying for as well i'm sure but they will come to me i'm just going to keep an eye on myself while I work on the business. Um, I do use the software for my podcast, which is called Podbean. That's free. I don't pay for Podbean. Uh, yeah. I'm just seeing if there's anything else that I'm using. There's not um, that I can think of. Anywho, so that was really, really big stuff. And now I feel super excited because this this big the the energy of the release that comes with the third quarter phase of the moon has been just so big and now that we're in the waning crescent the energy is about surrendering so i've just been surrendering i surrendered my email i surrendered the stuff from my storage box i've surrendered some of my systems and processes and i feel like i'm really preparing the the ground now for a really big next moon phase so we've got the next moon 
moon phase in a couple of days and it's going to start with a new moon so that's when the moon outside looks invisible it looks really black um, that's the new moon and that's the time where you plan in your business and that's the time where you maybe set an intention for your business or if you don't want to set an intention you could set a business goal and you think about why that's meaningful to you and why that's important to you. And then you move through each of the other cycles. And if you're interested in any of that stuff around working with the phases of the moon, I do have a program called Moonworks that you might be interested in. And it's just such a beautiful program. Um, I really love it so much. And there's something very liberating and freeing about working uh, to a rhythm. And it's the... It, you know the moon it's it's constant it's a mother energy it's pretty much always there um whereas the sun it's all fire and action and masculine you know it sets and it rises and it sets and it rises and it's up and it's down but it can be the middle of the day and you can still see the moon the moon's ever present um and it's this really grounding sort of feminine energy and what i love about working with the phases of the moon is that it kind of takes control away from your diary a little bit in that it gives you permission to take your foot off the accelerator um, it says you know you might think to yourself oh, I need to be doing all this marketing for my business and I've got to take all this action but if you're in a phase like I am now where it's about surrender you realize well no actually this isn't an action phase of the moon the, the action I'm meant to be taking now is surrendering. So surrendering a belief, surrendering stuff, surrendering systems and processes in your business, um, surrendering um, a mindset, you know, all those kinds of things, anything related to your business. And then the other good thing about working with the phases of the moon is that there are times where it's go, 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 go. And you have these... Um, periods of three four five sometimes six days where you're pushing 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 it's all all systems go and um then you move into the next phase where it's a rest and and reflect phase so you're on you're off you're on you're off and this happens throughout the 28 ish days um and it's really nice because it it's the universe giving you permission to stop working take stock of what you've been doing reflect on it pick up and then get ready to take the next aligned action so I don't know about you but I find it so grounding and so helpful to be able to work with the phases of the moon um and what else did I want to share with you because this was so important I did write down a couple of quick notes for myself <clears throat> oh yeah I just wanted to say that um the new moon is coming up in a couple of days let me just check for you now so if you're in um, Melbourne okay so I just use an app called the moon but there's another app that I used to use as well called moonly but the moon is totally fine so yeah in two days we're going to be heading into the new moon so this is what the moon app looks like I know you can't really see that either if I take it back I wonder if you can get a better view but anyway, and you can sort of tap forward and, and tap back. Yeah, so in two days, we've got the, the new moon. That's free as well, the moon app, whereas Moonly, you pay a fee for. So anyway, I'm super excited to get all of this started. And oh, I just feel so great. And I just wanted to share it with you because I want you to see what 
your business can look like as well when you also align your energy with the phases of the moon now you don't have to and some people are going to think I'm a bit crazy for doing it other people are going to say well of course you're going to do that (laughs) of course who wouldn't be um, aligning their energy with the phases of the moon but it's really up to you but I know you listen and you follow this podcast because you're interested in this kind of stuff and I want to be transparent with you and just show you what it really looks like I'm not saying you have to get rid of all your business business systems I'm just showing you what it looks like for me in my business on that though oh the other the other piece of software I pay for is zero I better just write that down so zero X-E-R-O is accounting software and I do pay $55 a month for that. I know it feels like a lot of money but it's only like 10 or $11 a week which I know is nothing but you know what I'm saying like every little bit adds up doesn't it. I'm just going to do the maths on this 55 times 12. Yeah I pay 660 for that per year. And do you know what? I'm not going to change that because that would just be a nightmare for my poor bookkeeper. Um, Yes, he needs that software and I'm happy to pay for him to have it if it's going to take care of all the finances and, and all those kinds of things. So anyway, yeah, what I want you to do, your homework, your action step is two things. I want you to check in with your energy and just see where it's at you know ask yourself where it's at think about like what what whenever you're listening to this podcast I want you to jump onto the moon app as I said it's free you can get it for your android and your iphone jump onto the moon app and just see what the phase of the moon is and ask yourself am I feeling like this is what I'm experiencing right now in terms of my energy And the other more practical thing that I'd like you to do is I want you to do a software audit for yourself. You don't have to call it an audit. That's a bit scary, isn't it? Um, Inventory. Um, I want you to brainstorm all the pieces of software that you use in your private practice or the other one that I'm using. So I tell you, they they just pop into your head when you're not expecting it. I use Halaxy private practice software. It's like my CRM. Um, but that's free. I don't pay for any of the extras or the add-ons or anything. I just use the free version. So it doesn't really count, but I want to be comprehensive with my list. So yeah, think about all those things that you're using. And I want you to ask yourself, you know, for the next financial year, how could I make this easier for me? And I'm not saying like, um, you know, we don't have to use any effort. Of course, there's going to be some effort, but how can we just make it easier for you financially? How can we make it easier for you in terms of your systems? So before I did this yesterday, and I know it's all completely fresh, but before I did this yesterday, um, the thing that I realize now is I was probably wasting a heck of a lot of time mucking around going into emails, out of emails, paying people to check my emails, um, going into zoom finding zoom links setting up things syncing calendars doing yeah i'm just doing my own head in thinking about that um but now that i've got everything in the one place i've managed to simplify my private practice a lot and i've managed to save myself some money which also feels nice and i'll tell you how this came about as well uh the universe has been um i think 
leading me to look more at creating profit in my business. So we often speak about revenue and revenue is like when people say, oh, I had a 10K week or a 20K week or I had a 1K week, whatever it is. You know, that's that's the big shiny whatever money you're bringing in but nobody really talks about the profit in their practice um and so i don't i don't know a whole lot about profit in practice because i'm not an accountant and it's not my area of expertise but would you believe that um two weeks ago i subscribed to um aussie biz chick subscription box and every month i'm going to be receiving a new box of business goodies and that just feels really nice. So I'm excited about that. And when I first subscribed, um, I got a box and in that box was a book and the book was called Profit First. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. And there was a money journal in it and there was something else. I was like, oh, OK, so the universe is telling me I need to be looking at my money. And then I start. I stumbled across this podcast, which was about bookkeeping and the money. Um, and then there was something else about um, finances that came my way during the week. And so I just thought, okay, I'm being led to start to look at profit here. So what I want to say is that when you do things that um, call back money in the business and stop the business leaking money, which is what mine was doing, I was leaking money all over the place, leaking it to Zoom, leaking it to, so I've cancelled my Zoom account, but I was leaking it out to Zoom, to Microsoft, to, um, you know, all, all the places that I mentioned before. Now I've been able to call that energy back and that will increase the profit in my practice. And how's it going to do that? Well, because it's not, it's no longer an expense. That money is no longer going out. That money can now be allocated, um, towards profit or it could be allocated towards different expenses in the business like professional development you know like memberships all those kinds of things but it also reduces the cost of um, sale or the cost of goods being sold so um, that just simply means for every session that you're delivering how much money does it actually cost you to deliver that session so if I'm delivering a zoom session how much is it costing me to provide that zoom session to a client I'm going to have to pay for my own time. I'm going to have to pay for Zoom. I'm going to have to um, pay for Word. I'm going to have to pay for, do you know what I mean? Like uh, acuity scheduling, all those things. So when you break down the, the fee and you can see all those costs coming out, now what it means is there'll be less costs coming out, which means that there'll be more profit in my fee per session. Does that make sense? And so that's what I'm going to be focusing on. My word for this financial year that I've been shown is profit. So, and you don't have you don't have to be shooting for massive numbers. You don't have to be saying I want a million dollar practice or anything like that. It's not about that, but it's about you know what I'm being shown now is have a look, get familiar with what your profit is. You might not even think you've got profit, but it's possible that you do. And then speak with your accountant or speak with your bookkeeper and say, hey, profit is really important to me this year. Um, can we work together to find ways to make my practice a little bit more profitable, even if it's only a couple of percent profitable? 
you know, like um, maybe you just want 5% profit this year. Okay, what are we going to do to create that? And there are so many ways that you can do it. Like, of course, you can do things like raise your fee. Of course, you can do things like create bundles and packages. Of course, you can do things like, um, you know, have digital products. But just be mindful of the cost of each one of those right and how quickly it's going to take you to recover that cost so for example when I make digital products you know I have to think to myself how much is it costing me to get this template that I'm going to use uh, how much time is it costing me I'm going to have to pay for Canva I'm going to have to pay for Etsy to list it I'm going to have to pay for Flowdesk to get it out to the world I'm going to have to pay for the blue tick on Facebook I'm going to have to spend time putting it on the face do you know what I mean so that all these costs so figure out what they are see what the price needs to be in order for you to make profit and or see how many of them you need to sell before you're in profit these are all things that you can talk to your bookkeeper or accountant about for this coming year even if even if you are not in private practice yet and you're getting ready to start you are well placed to be having these conversations so you can get things set up from the beginning and avoid what I'm having to do now which is tidy up my um, plate tidy up my suite of services tidy up my um, suite of, of products tidy up the practice you don't want to be doing that it's much better if you can get this sorted out really clearly from the beginning okay so if you're in private practice 101 and you're a member there in the portal you also have a list of 30 questions that you can ask your accountant um, and this is one of them like asking your accountant right from the beginning what could I be doing to either generate profit or to increase profit okay if you're already in practice and you've been in it for a little while, a couple of years, or maybe longer like me, um, it's never a bad time to go and ask these questions. You don't have to wait until it's a new financial year. So you could absolutely have discussions with your financial advisors now and say, what do I need to do to increase profit in my practice? Um, and yeah, what's the easiest way of, of doing that? And the other thing that I think I'll probably be doing, because this is my intention for today, I want to do a product and services audit. Um, I want to see what's working, what's generating profit for my business and what's not. And I'm going to be releasing things that are no longer generating profit because they're taking up space of something that could. Plus, it's the moon energy for surrendering. So I'm happy to surrender some things. Um, I'm going to look back over everything that I'm um, offering and I will just go each thing, I'll go through each thing one by one by one and I'll do a little list and ask myself, how much does it cost me to give away this freebie? Oh, that was another thing. I thought it would be a really nice idea to give everybody a freebie this week, right? Ah, I tell you, um, what do they say? The road to somewhere is paved with good intentions. This was my experience. So I thought, oh, this would be so nice. And I just want to give them this. So I, I had this idea to give away one of my um, templates and it was a client welcome pack template, all in Canva, done for you, 15 pages long. 
I loved it. It's one of my best selling products. And I just thought I'm going to give it away. Like I'm just in the mood to do something nice for my community. So that's what I did. I set it up in Thrivecart, which is where I do all my stuff. And, um, you know, I was really happy about it. And I felt so loved up. Like I was just in love with this idea of loving the community and giving something to them. And I was just so bursting with love right and so I went into my online communities and I let them all know hey I've made you this thing and I sent them an email to say hey I've made you this thing and then I was so happy and I said to my mum let's take you out for a drive I just want to get her out of the house so we went down to Sorrento um, which is about an hour and a half away go down to Sorrento sitting there eating lunch you know and I make the mistake of checking my phone big mistake I should not have done it I won't do it again why was it a mistake because I was inundated with messages from people saying you said it was free and now it's asking me for nine dollars and all this sort of stuff and I was like what what and so I was trying to like look on my phone going to Thrivecart on my phone and oh you know it's really so hard to do things on your phone isn't it and what shows up on your phone is often different to what's showing up on your desktop. And I was trying to fix things and they were right. Thrivecart was defaulting to $9 for some reason. I've no idea why. And then it was so horrible because I couldn't control my energy. And what happened was I started to feel like I'd let everybody down. I was embarrassed. I was humiliated. I was upset. I was sad. Um, all those sorts of things. And I just couldn't enjoy my time out with my mum. So we went home and the whole hour and a half back home, I was still upset and sad and frustrated and all I was obsessing about, I need to get home and fix this. And um, anyway, I got home and it was a quick fix, right? So then I felt really good and I tested it on my computer and it worked and it was wonderful and it was all zero and it's free. So then I sent everybody an email saying, you know, I apologize, you know, of course it's free blah 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 I've been in and I've fixed it at the back end you can go down now and and get it and then I'll let everyone in my online communities know and I just felt calm and I felt happy again and I felt like oh I was so pleased I was able to fix it for everyone and then um I was having dinner and I thought I'll check my phone this, there's a lesson here, right? It's about checking phones, isn't it? So I thought I'd check my phone and I checked my phone and now I've got messages from people who are angry at me because it's saying that, um, you know, it's not working and they still want money and all this sort of stuff. And um, I thought, what's going on here? Because it was working for me just fine. So I came back and I checked on my desktop and it's working fine. So I thought maybe it's just not working on people's phones. I was trying to fix it um, and then I used the link that I've been sharing. It just turns out when I'm using it myself as the product owner, it's all working fine. But when you go and use the link somewhere else, it's asking for this $9, which I've no idea where it came from. Anyway, so I go into the Thrivecart online community and I lodge a support ticket. and like, how do I do this? Da, 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 da. Um, and I get told, well, you can't do free things. Um, you know, the lowest you could set it would be a dollar. So I said, okay, thanks for letting me know and clearing it up. So I go back into <laughs> the sales thing. I put $1 and I update it. 
and then I tell everybody online, hey, I'm really sorry. Of course, it was my intention to give you this goodie for nothing. I wanted you to have a gift. Um, unfortunately, my platform won't allow me to do that. I've just learned. Uh, the, but the lowest I was able to do it for you was $1. So if you would like it, it's $1. If you don't want it, that's understandable as well. And I'm sorry for any inconvenience that I've caused you. And you know what? There were lots of people that grabbed it for a dollar and didn't care. But there were also a lot of therapists that sent me very upsetting emails, which I saw yesterday when I was cleaning up everything, um, calling me all sorts of names and saying I was a horrible person for charging them one dollar for um, the welcome packet, the intake packet. And some of them are really not very nice emails or very upsetting to read. And I... I started responding to them and I was just saying, look, I'm really sorry. It was my intention for, for it to be free and I'm really sorry that it had to be a dollar. And then I got to the point where I just thought, I'm not going to engage because this is just now really, it's become something I didn't want it to be. I just wanted to do something nice. And now people aren't being very nice to me. And so I'm just going to let that go. So do you know what? I just let it go and it just affirmed my decision that, um, you know, there are times in your business where you do want to be engaged and there are times in your business where you do want to be professional and show up and things like that. But there are also times in your business where you just want to step back and disengage because, you know, it's not going to go anywhere. Um, you know, I got accused of it being a scam. <laughs> I don't know what goes through some therapist's minds. Like, I don't understand. As I said, I, I give away a lot of stuff because that's just part of my nature. I like to do it and I like to be helpful. Um, and it was, as I said, it was just disappointing to, to get some of that negativity back from some therapists. But anyway, so now that's there and it's now one dollar. <laughs> I know now not to tell people that I can give them free things if I use Thrivecart. Um, I think too though um, I was trying to really anchor into that philosophy of everything's happening for me. So I was asking myself what does this mean? How is this happening for me? And the other thing that I learned was um, well not learned but the other thing I experienced was you know going through those four levels of consciousness and I was in the to me you know, why are people being mean to me? I just wanted to do something nice. <laughs> so I was in that headspace. And then uh, I realized, no, we need to move you into buy me. How are you going to do that? And I knew that the answer was to see how I was responsible for this. And how was I responsible for, well, I'm not responsible for anybody's reaction. That's on them. But how was I responsible for what happened with it being free and it being a dollar? And what I realized was, um, maybe I hadn't taken the time to test it properly before I sent it out. So the lesson for me is to um, not only test it through my dashboard, but to maybe test it through instead of going through Google, maybe test it through Safari or Firefox or DuckDuckGo or something like that and just see if the link's working. That was one thing I could do to be more responsible about it next time. The other thing that I learned was, you know, um, since I posted that question in the Thrivecart community about how can I do it, lots of people have come up with ideas and somebody said to me, you could have a coupon um, and that way they could still get it for free, but they wouldn't need to um, 
you know, pay or anything like that. So that was helpful. So um, do you know what I mean? So I've grown and I've learned from it. So it's been helpful. But um, yeah, in the moment, it's not very nice, is it? <laughs> so yeah, I went into it feeling all loved up and I came out of it feeling like I've been, <laughs> I've been through uh, the ringer. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the saying. But anyway, big lessons learned and uh, it's not going to stop me giving away free things. Um, what it will do is it will allow me to give them away for free in future without the drama. <laughs> um, but yeah, also just the other lesson was just how, you know, some some therapists are very price sensitive and, and very, very quick. And there was something else. I sent an email out, I think it was on Sunday. I was just sitting here at my computer and I didn't feel like doing any work, right? Because I was, as I said to you, my energy was scattered most of this week with everything that was being shared and released and, you know, all that. So my, my energy wasn't where it normally is. It was quite scattered. And I was sitting in front of my computer and I was trying to create digital products and I was making a mess of it. And I, it's because I wasn't in my, my flow. And then I thought, do you know what? I'll just send out an email to people. So I thought, I'm just going to send out this email and it was just one sentence and it just said something like, don't quote me if I get it wrong because I don't honestly remember what I wrote, but I think it was just one sentence that said, um, you know, hey, Brooklyn, are you still interested in starting your private practice or growing your private practice? Let me know from Brooklyn. I sent that out and um, oh my gosh, that was interesting as well because there were so many responses. So I didn't send it out to my whole list. I sent it out to a couple of hundred people and some of the responses, oh my gosh, some of them were so beautiful and, um, you know, people were sharing their stories and it was just so lovely and just felt so connected. But at the same time, um, there was the flip of that with some people like, I can't afford anything, go away. And I was like, oh, I was just checking in I was just asking a question <laughs> so it was really interesting to see you know I, I don't know what's happened to some people in our community but I don't know if if what's going on I understand that um you know things are changing in the world with finances and things like that I get that but um, it just uh, there was no mention of money. There was no mention of offers. I was just saying hello. And I just wanted to see how people were going. And yeah, some people were were very, you know, um, uh, yeah, just very, leave me alone. I don't have any money. Da, 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 da. Even without me even mentioning that. So yeah, that was really interesting as well. And the other thing that's been really interesting was of all the podcast episodes I've done, and I think now this is episode number 352, um, but I did one recently on Money Mindset, and that's been my most downloaded podcast. So I'm thinking now money is a big thing for therapists. I want to understand why, because I don't, I don't understand the emotional charge and how people are expressing it uh, in our community, because I didn't see that when I was working in allied health, like it, I didn't see it at all when I was, um, you know, working with psychologists and, and social workers, I didn't see it. It's certainly not to this extent. Um, so I want to try and understand what, what's going on for counsellors better. So this is going to be a focus for me over the coming months. I really want to 
understand, yeah, why they're feeling so triggered about $1 or why they're being so triggered about, you know, people just reaching out and saying hello and checking in and just starting a conversation. I, I and then preempting where, where this might go and that wasn't where it was going to go at all. I just wanted to have conversations, <laughs> um, which is huge for me because I'm not a conversation person. But anyway, so I really want to get to understand what the experience is of counsellors with money um, so that I can help them because while some of them are in this mindset, it's really going to stop them from being able to progress with their business. And I don't want that for them. I want them to be able to have a profitable private practice that feels really good and that feels really joyful where they feel safe to send money out because they know they're going to get more than that back you know I want to show them how they can have this and I want to show them what's possible but there's no point unless I can understand what's going on for them in the beginning yep so that's going to be my focus trying to generate a deeper understanding of this so that then I can give proper relevant guidance um rather than saying we just align with the energy of the moon like no that's not going to work for money mindset stuff <laughs> that's going to work for business stuff but not money mindset let's be honest so anyway um that was the other thing that i wanted to say about podcasts as well um i heard recently and i can't remember where i heard it from but i heard recently that there's over four million podcasts um on apple or yeah there's only there's 4 million podcasts on Apple and only 155,000 of them have more than um, 10 episodes and only 80,000 have more than 20 episodes. So the fact that this little podcast has 352 episodes, that's amazing. And I've, I felt really good hearing that, but I wanted to share it with you because if you have a podcast and you've got more than 10 episodes, go you. You're you're already doing so much better than you might be thinking that you are. And if you've got more than 20, you're even doing better than that. And if you've got more than 20, you're even doing better than that. So you must be doing something right. Um, anyway, I just wanted to um, come on and let you know about how I've been working with the energy of the moon and what that's looked like for me energetically so it was a big week I felt like I wasn't really doing much nothing much was happening and then boom big change uh, and the reason that I wanted to share that with you was so that you can try and make sense of your energy when it's feeling a little bit off and yeah you've got some homework there tune into your energy download the moon app start to have a look at it um, if you need help with all the leaning into energy phases of the moon in your business let me know um, because uh, as I said I've got the moonworks program happy to send you that um, and the other thing too is to take stock do a brainstorm of all of the software you click into and out of that you're using in your business um, I would do it I would um, just what I'll show you I would just do it like this for those who are listening and not watching what I've done is I've just got a piece of paper here I've drawn a line down the middle I've made it two columns it just says free and paid and I would just keep that next to you on your desk next week and maybe the week after 
And every time you click into a software, even if it's Instagram or Facebook or something like that, it's software. And I want you to pop that in the free column if you're not paying for ads or anything, pop it in the free column. If it's your email, pop it in the paid column if you're paying for it. Do you know what I mean? And by the end of the week or by the end of the two weeks, you're going to be then able to go back and next to each one of those things that you've written down in the paid column, go back and find out how much you're paying for it, tally it up, get a grand total and then ask yourself, ask your bookkeeper, is there a simpler way? Is there a simpler way and what would that look like? Is there a way that's going to increase my profit margin? Is there a way that's going to reduce my expenses? Is there a way that I can take some of these things and simplify them? Okay, that is the episode today. So thank you so much for listening. I went a lot longer than I anticipated, probably because we're on YouTube and it's live. I'm trying to look at the camera and not look at myself as well. So... (laughs) It's so weird. But anyway, I will see you in the next episode. I know today was two days late, but hopefully you understand why. I release two episodes a week, one on Wednesdays and one on Saturdays. So you will get another one tomorrow and I will see you then. Have a lovely Friday, everybody. Bye. I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.